Are you totally different when it comes to sex and copulation? Have you judged yourself out of receiving pleasure? Have you judged yourself into receiving pleasure in certain ways and excluded other ways? Would you like to know more about what else is possible with bodies? Would you like to create confidence in the bedroom and beyond? How has your sex life or lack of it affected other areas of your life? Everyone has the potency to be a sexual superhero. Get ready. Ready to listen, sense, and play with the sexualness that is you. Now, here is the host of the Pleasure Zone, Pleasure Diva, and Body Whisperer, Milica Yelenich. Hello, 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 sweet pleasure seekers. I'm so glad to have you here today because you know what? Christmas makes me a little cray cray. It makes me a little excited, a little happy. I don't know. If you listened to uh, last year's Christmas show, which was a Christmas carol involving all of the producers of Fire Choices Network in a tale about a brothel, it was fantastic. If you haven't to it, I did it all on the fly, and I had to actually make notes during the show, track of characters and what they were doing. Um, this year, uh, this one was a little trickier, even though I'm a rhymer extreme. I also, uh, I wrote this in advance, actually at 10 a.m. this morning, I wrote this, and uh, I do have two stories for you if we can get to them, and they're going to be classics, you know, a Grinch, uh, the Grinch story, uh, retold in a sexy fashion. I also want to uh, give a fair warning to everybody listening. These stories are only appropriate to children if you're okay with your children and words like penis and cum and splatters and stuff like that, cum splatters. Like if you're okay with that, then um, absolutely let your children listen to my Christmas stories with a sexy twist, kind of almost on the edge of pornographic. So fair warning, this show is for 18 plus unless you're actually giving your child permission to listen to this. I don't need to get letters from people telling me how appropriate I am. Trust me, I know how inappropriate I am. I know I'm very appropriate, and uh, this show will be definitely inappropriate. So, isn't that fantastic? Just being inappropriate is uh, super fun for me, super fly, super fun. And this is what we're going to be talking about today. So I want you to get all cozy, comfy, you know, get your little blankie around you, sit by the fire, get your nice hot cocoa or whatever warm goo you want to drink, and get yourself all cozy, get your vibrators going, get everything revved up and ready for some fun and pleasure. We're going to have a crazy story time today. I'm just so excited for this story. And I'm going to try and get slow, but this story is so funny that to me anyway like I laugh at all the time that I hope you guys enjoy it so we're going to begin our Christmas storytelling today with a story called how the inch stole Christmas that's right the inch take a deep breath everyone let's get ready to enjoy listen every screw down in Screwville liked Christmas a lot but the inch who lived north did not. The inch hated the whole screwy season. You can ask, I know the reason. It could be that his penis wasn't screwed on quite right. It could be, perhaps, that his anus was too tight. But I think most of all that it was that his penis was ten sizes too small. But whatever it was, his penis, his penis. He stood there on Christmas with no one to love, staring down his triple X shut from above. His penis was a flop. He looked at Screwville with his vi- with their vibrators humming and lingerie flung all around. It was numbing, for he knew every screw down in Screwville was making some porn to celebrate the fact that the sexiest beast had been born. And they're cleaning their sex toys, he sneered, as he realized he was a voyeur who had peered. Then he growled with his inch of penis, his pulse was drumming. I must find a way to stop the cr- screws from coming. For tomorrow I knew all the screw girls and boys would wake up and find 
all brand shiny sex toys. And then, oh, that noise! All the coming and farting, all the moaning and screaming and laughing and then parting. Then the screws, young and old, would sit down to a treat. A treat, a treat. How the screws loved a treat. The thing they loved more was to sit down and marvel at the world's largest teat. Teat or breast, whatever is best. They didn't care as long as everyone was bare. And they would do something the inch thought was awful. They'd all get naked and get a good jawful. What does that mean? I surely think you know. Some people call another name by another name. Some call it a job. Some call it a hobby. Gret this was named Bobby. The more the Grinch thought of this Christmas blow, the more he thought, and then he did know. For so many years he thought, I didn't get a blow. So now he was angry and pulled off his pants. He did a great jig and fell down with that dance. His idea was sparkling and his mind so bright. He thought, breathe, I know. <laughs> My anus is tight. I don't know what that means. <laughs> but it will work. All I have to do is have a great jerk. So he jerked off with all of his might with one hand in the air. He let it all out. It all flew out with great flair. The cum shot right down on Screwville that night. It covered the screws and all their delight. He laughed and he laughed as he thought he had won. But he heard a great voice yelling, I love this cum! It came from old Bobby, the greatest blow of all. He yelled the rooftops, Inch, your penis is small! But that doesn't matter, your cum is like gold. Even though we thought you were way too old to be able to orgasm, it was something I could not fathom. At that moment, the inch's penis grew. It grew and it grew and it grew until it touched a screw. The screws were delighted to see such a... They danced in the cum under the great Christmas light. They danced and they danced and they slid all around. Then came the inch who let go of his frown. He smiled and tickled his right testicle. He felt it was cold, like a big icicle. But it warmed quite nicely, and everyone knew. This was the most fun for any screw. They hugged, and they kissed. They tickled and tossed. They remembered their lovers that were all lost. They played with themselves until the next when they all went to bed to have some sweet, sweet play. Their bodies exhausted, their minds just bursting. They had let out the years longing and thirsting. They rested up for the next year, where they knew everyone would have a great cheer. Oh, good time. So I'm going to just take a little break so I can, you know, get my laugh out. But I hope you guys enjoyed that story. I do have some more stories for you. So um, for those of you who were confused by that, I understand. For those of you who were both in, in turned on by that, I also understand. There, there's some kink going on in there with, um, you know, blowing around. It's, it's a bit of like a bukkake festival. Um, and, you know, for those who are into that, I think that this Inch Who Stole Christmas is going to be one um, that you will probably either have nightmares about or fantasies about. Uh, either way, I think it's it's those stories that tickles your heart, tickles your testicles, tickles your clitoris. It does a lot of tickling in the whole body. And I think that's really what this story, when it comes to it, what the true story of the Inch You Stole Christmas is really about as an evaluation. It's, it's really about um, appreciating uh, other people's orgasmic energy 
and then celebrating it and in celebration of their orgasmic energy, things like penises grow. Uh, breasts might grow as well, but in this was the, the inch was actually uh, a boy with uh, a uh, one inch. And it grew and it grew. And for those of you who have been concerned about whether, you know, your penis will win this life or not, um, you know, I'd say, you know, have some good faith because the chances are your penis will actually, you know, it will actually grow if if you continue to celebrate it, uh, celebrate all the, the wonders of um, orgasm. You know, I think that's something that you can really enjoy. So I do have another great story that's going to be coming up for you. Uh, we will actually, though, first, before I start the next story, we're going to I would like to break these stories up so that we can have them clearly defined. So we're actually going to uh, head off to our first commercial break. Many of us have created a lot of limitations around sex and what we are willing to choose. What else is possible beyond what we have already seen, heard, or thought of? What if now is the time for a totally different sexual revolution? Taking the taboo out of all aspects of sex, sexuality, and copulation by tuning in to the Pleasure Zone radio show with body whisperer Milica Yelenich. You'll receive tools, inspiration, and a foundation to allow yourself to receive more in your sex life and quite possibly other areas of your life as well. Listen for The Pleasure Zone with Melitza every Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Central Time, 6 p.m. Mountain Time, and 5 p.m. Pacific Time on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Are you a subject matter expert? Are you here to share your expertise with an audience waiting to hear from you in only the way you can deliver? Are you ready to have your voice amplified across the airwaves? Inspired Choices Network has a global radio platform streaming to millions of people across the world. Professionally produced and supported by an accomplished team every step of the way, you can broadcast from anywhere in the world knowing your voice matters and we ensure it is delivered with ease and efficiency. Eager to hear your message, the world awaits. Contact us today to become an Inspired Choices Network radio host. Email become a host at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. This is The Pleasure Zone with body whisperer Milica Yelenich. To participate in the program today, please call in the U.S. Call 815-880-8255. That's T-A-L-K. Or Canada, 613-800-8736. Or you can Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email at MilicaYelenich.com. Now back to the program. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Pleasure Zone. You are listening in on the kooky, crazy, and wacky Christmas edition of my show, where I like to tell sexy Christmas stories. If you missed last year's, definitely get in on that one. I uh, retold the story of a Christmas uh, carol with all of the uh, producers and staff at uh, Inspired Choices Network. And so I, I really hope you guys uh, had a chance to get in and listen in on that one. It was a fantastic retelling story. I think it's one that will live on in people's hearts for a lifetime. Um, it also really bring a tear to your eye in the way that some of the other Christmas uh, carols do, where you feel it. Uh, you probably more uh, laugh at it. So this is really, to me, how to bring Christmas cheer to the Christmas season is by retelling this in a sexy fashion. Now, as you can tell by the last retelling of the uh, Inch Who Stole Christmas slash The Grinch Who Stole Christmas, that my idea of sexy is very different than most people's. That's right. So you can just imagine where we're going with this. And our next part of our section today is going to be a fantastical Retelling. Now, this one I didn't actually sit down and rewrite completely. It's a long story. So this may actually take us to the end of the show, but if it doesn't, I have another one surprise up my sleeve freezes. I'm sort of burping and talking at the same time. 
must have been orgasmic for me down in Grooville while I did that, farting and barping and cheering and laughing. So for this one, it's going to be a retelling of It's a Wonderful Life. Um, and keep in mind, I'll be nice scenery, background uh, stories. If you've never watched It's a Wonderful Life, uh, this may be um, eye-opening for you. It may actually have you uh, feel in to go out and watch the real It's a Wonderful Life. It may also disturb you much that you never choose to watch It's a Wonderful Life, one of the greatest classic um, Christmas movies of all time to date. So I hope I don't deter you. It inspires you to go out and, and watch it again and also to... Uh, to have fun also creating your own funky, fun, uh, sexy versions of Christmas stories. So, again, take a deep breath, sit back and relax as the retelling of It's a Wonderful Life, Sexy Styles, is about to be. The year was 28. The town was Langerville, USA beautiful evening in the streets as the snow came down softly all over, just covering all of the trees with white. And the town was lit and the lights were humming and everybody was walking up, just minding their own business, except for a random few perverts in the street. And every town needs some random few perverts. And on this particular day, the town would celebrate by going to the local burlesque show. It was one of the greatest days in Langerville, USA. A day where the whole town, the old and the young, all of them, even the babies, were allowed at the burlesque. Their mothers dancing on stage, their fathers paying for other women to dance for them. It was a wonderful time of year. Everybody was sharing and gifting and loving, loving it up in Langerville, USA. It was an amazing time, actually, where so many people felt the Christmas cheer and they could feel it, especially in their groins. They could feel it tingling, some of them with STDs, some of them with joy. They could feel things stir in their bodies that was making them feel like, truly, this is a fantastic year for the burlesque. Their money was pouring out of their pockets, gifting and gifting, left, right, and center, going off into the hills of the burlesque show. The money was piling up so high that the burlesque show manager had to start collecting it and putting it into bags. The money was actually going to be a fantastic contribution to the brand location that they were going to have. They were opening up an even bigger, even sexier burlesque show. The grounded and the contractors were ready to go. Everybody was ready to just have the greatest, greatest burlesque show of all time. Of course, the money was piling up in bags. It was all collected, and the Christmas cheer became into a bit of a Christmas beer time. And people were getting a little drunk. The town was filled with people drunk and laughing, horny as heck. Some people didn't even know what was going on. They were so intoxicated with love and life and the Christmas cheer as they could only celebrate it in Angerville, USA, where everybody got totally hedonistically intoxicated every Christmas season. A beautiful scene as the store was the store slash burlesque, what do you call them? Burlesque shop? Burlesque? Whatever it was, the burlesque bar was closing down. It was a beautiful scene and the money all piled up in bags. And as they were about to close, Manjeet turned to grab the bags of money when he realized they were missing. It felt like he was going to absolutely let down everybody, the whole town, the whole town of Langerville, so enthusiastically loved the burlesque, from the old to the young, for everybody to celebrate it at Christmas for the old who had relied on it for their to, to be insatiable for the rest of their life. They relied on it to allow them to feel like they'll never be fulfilled. They allowed it for them to feel like they were actually, once in a while, 
being turned on and loved and maybe even touched. The burlesque was a place for everyone in town, for the mothers who were dancing, for the daughters who were dancing, for all of the family members who came to watch and for all of the strangers who came from other towns to watch as well. It was a strange and miraculous place and Manjeet knew that the whole town would be totally and completely pointed if the new great burlesque wasn't going to spilt. They'd have to remain in their old, falling-apart building that had been around for over 25 years. After all, Manjeet was one of the first people who helped it get going all those 25 years ago. He sat and he cried as he thought about all the people be unsatisfied for so many years to come. He sat, cried, and he finally succumbed to the idea that maybe life wasn't worth living without the burlesque. Money wasn't there to open the new, beautiful burlesque that just wasn't worth living. So he headed off. He headed to the most unusual place in town where there was a very big bridge that had the most unusual things growing on it. You know, in some towns, bridges are bridges. They have spires. You know, you walk across them. But this bridge was actually inspired by a whole lot of different Hindu sculptures. There were a lot of phallic sculptures on this bridge. And as on the bridge, Manjeet felt not only sad about the burlesque possibly shutting down or mostly shutting down because they couldn't run it in the old place and they didn't have the money for the new one. He was sad and disappointed and lonely. And then, as he walked through all the spires of the giant penis, he thought, oh, I could just screw myself to death. It was a very tragic, strange thought. And he thought, if I just grabbed this, if I, well, don't you know, those statues were actually quite cold and frozen, those statues that created the bridge. Manjit and his terrible ideas for suicide were perhaps he would screw himself to death. And in that moment, as he started to approach one of the giant penises to begin to have penetration, at that very moment, a little twinkle appeared as he sat there, no lubrication, trying to insert the giant penis just to see if it would make him internally die. What a strange way to die, Manjeet. Why would you choose that? The little twinkle appeared. And it grew and it grew and the twinkle turned into a beautiful, sensual goddess of light. Some call them angels. We're going to call her Twinkle Tits. She was beautiful. She twinkled everywhere. There was glitter all over her. And she had magic. At that very moment, Manji said, I just don't want to live. I wish I was never born. And Twinkle Tits said, Well, I can actually show you what it would be like if you were never born. And don't you know, Manjit's, Yes, yes, that's what I want. If there can be no burlesque in this town, if we can't continue and nobody can have pleasure, I would rather die. And so, with a flick of her wrist, all of a sudden, you know what happened when you flick your wrist. As she flicked her wrist, the company came out, and all of a sudden, something changed. Manjit pulled up his pants as he and Twinkle Tits walked down the street. Mind you, nobody else could see Twinkle Tits as he walked by. They almost walked right through her. He was amazed. He was confused because he really couldn't understand, was Twinkle Tits real? Was Twinkle Tits fake? Hang on. Maybe he was hallucinating from the penetration. Maybe it was too intense. He didn't know opening. Life was becoming very, very peculiar. As he walked down the street, he walked past the place that was the burlesque. But there was nothing there. It was actually just an old sausage factory. And he thought, isn't that That sausage factory was gone 35 years ago. That sausage factory was gone way before we even bought the building to be able to have the burlesque there. What's that sausage building doing there? As he entered inside and he asked the man 
in the soft shop slash butcher shop. What on earth is going on here? Where's the burlesque? And the man chuckled and took a giant bite of smoked sausage. Said, we don't have a burlesque in this town. We don't have any pleasure. What are you talking about? Magic was a little bit frightened and afraid. He wasn't sure what was going on. What does it mean there's no burlesque in this town? Why is this sausage place still here? Why is this man just kicking giant bites of sausage and laughing in my face? He was so confused. He turned to Twinkle Tits and said, What's going on here? Where, where's the burlesque? What happened to the burlesque? And Twinkle Tits said to him, With sincerity, Manjit, without you being the world's greatest burlesque man, they could never even open the burlesque. There was nobody there to show for the girls. There was nobody there to take the money. There was nobody there to get new shoes and new new shoes too. And nobody there to also bring people all over the world. You were one of the greatest invitations and marketing gurus of all time, Manjit. You found out how to get on social media. You brought people from around the world to this little town of Langerville, USA. He's like, well... It's so easy for me. I don't know. I just I just thought maybe, as he sat and he cried and he wept and he's like, but there's no burlesque. What do people do for pleasure in this town? He wasn't quite sure, so he walked some more. He walked past some people, past their doors, past their windows, looking in, peering in as the pervert he was. He remembered when he was little, his old pervert times, he walked past a house, the very first house where he was a voyeur, the very first house where when he stood under the tree and looked in the window, he saw the first woman's tea line as she started to take her dress off. And he remembered. It was 1985. It was a wonderful year. And he thought about it. And he thought about, wow, I really, I really loved when people didn't think about getting dressed in front of a window. They just did it. And the woman knew, she instinctively knew that she'd been being peeped on. She waited, she kind of noticed him, and she kind of watched, and she gave him a bit of a show, which completely turned Manjit on. And he backed up a little bit, and at that time, an eye fell from the tree and landed right beside his eye, which caused permanent damage, and made him feel both naughty and alive at the same time. He felt, well, just be punishment for me peeping. But it made her so happy to be peeped on. There's something in this. And that 12-year-old Manjit knew that there was going to be something, something in his life that would involve peeping. It was in that moment, yet his eye was so damaged that he could only peep from one eye to make sure that everything in his life would be so much more brighter and so much more beautiful than he had ever imagined. And it was that capacity that he had with only one eye to see the beauty in things that had him feel like there's got to be that out there somewhere in the world. And he remembered that it was one of the things that inspired him, inspired him later in life to be the burlesque. He loved it so much. He started to long, long days, long for the peeping, long for his voyeur lifestyle. We're actually going to head off to our second commercial break here on Inspired Choices Network. In return, we'll discuss more, and I will be giving you more of the story, not really a discussion, more of the story of It's a Wonderful Life with a Sexy Twist. We'll be right back. Many of us have created a lot of limitations around sex and what we are willing to choose. What else is possible beyond what we have already seen, heard, or thought of? What if now is the time for a totally different sexual revolution? Taking the taboo out of all aspects of sex, sexuality, and copulation by tuning in to the Pleasure Zone radio show with body whisperer Milica Yelenich. You'll receive tools, inspiration, and a foundation to allow yourself to receive more in your sex life and quite possibly other areas of your life as well. Listen for The Pleasure Zone with Melitza every Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Central Time, 6 p.m. Mountain Time, and 5 p.m. Pacific Time on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. 
What if there's nothing wrong with you? What if you're far greater than you've ever given yourself credit for? What if it's time to know the gift and the contribution you are to the world and to like yourself a lot more? Hi, my name is Dane here. 13 years ago, I started to truly ask questions. Actually, I started to be the question and everything changed for me. Asking questions opens doors to infinite possibilities. And it's not about finding the answer. It's about being the question, always. What I'm inviting you to step into is something that Einstein, Marie Curie, Newton, Da Vinci, Gandhi, Picasso, and Aristotle all knew to be true. What if no question is too big or too small? What if anything is possible for you? What if together we could create a kinder, gentler, happier world? Is now the time? Go to beingyouclass.com and sign up for a free video series, My Gift to You. Beingyouclass.com What if you, truly being you, are the gift and change this world requires? beinguclass.com This is The Pleasure Zone with Body Whisperer Melissa Yelenich. To participate in the program today, please call in the U.S. Call 815-880-8255. That's T-A-L-K. Or Canada, 613-800-8736. Or you can Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email at MelitzaYelenich.com. Now back to the program. Welcome back to the Pleasure Zone, sweet pleasure seekers, and you happen to be here on Storytelling Day. That's right. We're telling Christmas stories with a sexy twist. And for those of you who are just me now, we are we are telling, retelling, I am retelling the story of It's a Wonderful Life with a Sexy Twist. To catch you up, we're actually at the part where Manjit, the burlesque uh, manager, is walking down the streets of Derville, USA in 2018. Um, and he's actually gone back in his memory to remember all of the contributions he's been to creating greater pleasure in the town of Langerville, USA. So we stopped off. The last scene was that Manjit was standing outside the window of the first woman that he peeped where he gained his inspiration bringing pleasure to people peeping, and for women being peeped. One of the inspirations that would lead him to become the world's greatest burlesque manager of all time. As men walked through the streets of Langerville, USA, he was seeking his wife. His wife, who was, of course, a tantric teacher, had always, on every Monday night, had one of her largest tantric classes right after the burlesque show. She would have thousands of people calling her every year to be part of her tantric classes. She had great skill in the art of tantra. Some would say she was a master. Some would say she was a masturbator. She was both. She was very highly tuned to bodies. She had skills like no other. She was somebody who was still magic in the sack. Manjit's wife we won't name her by name so you don't go seeking out. She's real. Manjit's wife was holding her tantra classes, or so he thought. And as he walked over to the space where she always held her tantra classes, he realized there was nothing there. No building had been built. There was It was just a field, and no one was in it. Manjit was confused. He was afraid. Again, he turned to Twinkle Tits. And he said, where's life? Where's the hall that she teaches Tantra at? What's going on? Twinkletits reminded him that without you, your wife never would have become a Tantric master or master. She never would have done any of those things. She was a highly repressed woman coming from a highly repressed culture. She was not somebody who was going to open up to the world, become the tantric master she was, to go on to feed thousands of people with total ecstasy. Oh, he thought to himself, the world will be a crappy place without my wife's teachings. The world will be such a crappy place without the best. And he walked down the street, still seeking his wife. He came upon a door to a very scummy-looking building. The paint was peeling off. 
All of the walls, the windows had slight cracks in them. Strange odor coming from the garbage can. He approached the garbage can as he opened it up, just thinking, what is that awful stench? And inside, found thousands of condoms filled with all kinds of cum, stink. A little tear dropped from his face as he realized what was going on. He was incredibly sad. He knew that inside he would find something that he didn't want to see. As he entered the building, there to the left in a small room, dimly lit, bunch of lace right over top of the lights, he saw a woman there weighing over 500 pounds. Her legs spread wide open. Her rolls of fat just filled with kinds of fungus. She laid there with a smile, sort of distorted and strange. And he approached her and he realized those eyes, he knew those eyes. Those were the eyes of his wife. And he called her by name, which I will not repeat. He called her by name and she sat up. She said, how do you know? I've never been with you. I've never seen you. You've never come in here for my services. And another tear rolled down Manjit's face. Sad, lonely, feeling desperate. For he realized that this beautiful woman, this tantric goddess of love, who brought so much pleasure to the world, was now bringing very minimal pleasure to just a few. And her body was so sad and lonely, and the fungus growing in her rolls were just vile. He realized that this was the last stop motel. The last stop motel is where everybody goes when there's nobody else left to have sex with. And she was that person. She was that person who everybody went to when there was nobody else to have sex with. He was so sad for he knew that she had magic in her, that she had the magic of awesomeness, of sexual healing, of sensualness. He knew. He knew she had that. And yet there she was, legs spread wide open, rolls of fat filled with fungus, dimly lit room with a stench that was unremarkable. She really, really made him feel like crying. And it wasn't her. It was more her situation. And he tried to rescue her. He said, what if I take you from here? What if you come with me? What if we... And she said, no, 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 no. This is my job. This is my calling. This is my life. For without me, who would come to the last chance motel? Who is going to serve the people of the world who need the last chance? He knew that her heart was golden and that all she ever wanted to do was help people have more pleasure. And in a way, without meeting him, she was not able to give pleasure to the masses, not able to give pleasure to her own body, and that she was so large she couldn't reach around to actually masturbate. So she her legs wide open, ready for the next customer to show up. She yelled at him. Get out of here. If you're not going to take me, if you're not going to have sex with me, and if you're not going to pay me, just get out of here. He was so sad and so disappointed. He walked out. His head hung low. His penis limp. He had been so sad in all of his existence. It was one of the most saddest experiences of his life. For Manjit knew in that other life, in that other life where he had existed, where he had been able to peep, where he had been able to find his wife, where all those things had existed, he knew, he knew in that life that this woman, this amazing woman, had actually become the world's greatest tantric teacher, goddess to the masses, and and that they had these beautiful children who would carry on, carry on the plight for pleasure. He knew there was something, something missing, but, but can't they have that without him? Oh, his mind was so filled with question. His mind was so distraught. He thought, but it's just me. I'm just one person. Why couldn't they have all this pleasure without me? Why couldn't their lives be different? What's going on? I don't understand. And he started to scream and he screamed and he screamed. And right behind him stood Twinkle Tits.
who put her hand on his shoulder and so, what do you think of this town, this town without you? He said, this is no town, this Langerville. This is no town that anybody would want to live in. Last chance motel. <sighs> no burlesque. Sausage shops left, right, and center. Who wants this, this miserable existence? <sighs> he was so, so pissed off. He walked across the street thinking, oh, I'm going to meet my friend. My friends will remember me. If my wife doesn't remember me, maybe my friends will remember me. And he walked across the street to meet up with his friend Billy and his friend Joe Johnson, who he had had his first circle jerk with. And he went over and he knocked on the door of Joe Johnson and he said, Joe! And Joe looked confused. Joe said, what's going on here? He said, it's me, Manjit. Remember? We had our first circle jerk together. Joe Johnson shrugged his head and said, I don't know who you are, and I've never had a circle jerk in my life, you disgusting pervert. Manjit said, what do you mean? You're the one who suggested it all those years ago in high school. <sighs> and he just wondered, what is going on here? He was so confused. He said, but I know, I know, Joe Johnson, I know what your penis looks like. And he described it to Joe, and Joe was mortified, slammed his door, yelling, you pervert, you pervert, did you put cameras in my house? Are you watching me on the end? You sick and disgusting pervert. Manjit was so confused. He was like, no, no, I don't think I, I don't think I put cameras in your house. Remember, the Manjit was also quite self-efficacing. He was quite self-blaming and he really blamed himself for everything even if he hadn't done it. So he thought for a moment, did I actually put a video camera in his house? Have I been watching him on the internet? He shook his head. Wait, no, no, no. That wasn't me. What is he talking about? What's happening? And he walked down the street to find his other friend Bobby. Just Bobby remembered the circle jerk and he found nothing except a grave with Bobby's name on it. A grave right in front of Bobby's house. Why they buried him there, we don't know. But the grave on it read, died without ever having pleasure. Can you imagine how Manjit felt? He lay on the ground, grabbing the gravestone, crying and crying. Bobby died without pleasure? Bobby never had pleasure in his whole life? He cried and he cried as Twinkletit stood there, consoling him, saying... You brought a lot of pleasure to a lot of people. You inspired a lot of people to have a lot of pleasure. And we're actually going to continue this wild and wonderful story of It's a Wonderful Life, the sexy version, after this last commercial break. Many of us have created a lot of limitations around sex and what we are willing to choose. What else is possible beyond what we have already seen, heard, or thought of? What if now is the time for a totally different sexual revolution? Taking the taboo out of all aspects of sex, sexuality, and copulation by tuning in to the Pleasure Zone radio show with body whisperer Milica Yelenich. You'll receive tools, inspiration, and a foundation to allow your to receive more in your sex life and quite possibly other areas of your life as well. Listen for The Pleasure Zone with Melitza every Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Central Time, 6 p.m. Mountain Time, and 5 p.m. Pacific Time on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Hey everybody, this is Dr. Dane here, and I would like to invite you to an adventure in being. I've just written and finished a new book known as Being You, Changing the World. Are you one of those dreamers? One of those people who's always known that other possibilities should be available but haven't yet been able to see them be created? Well, I wrote this book for you. In it, you'll find tools, processes, and unique perspectives to change the things you've always wanted to change but didn't know how. In it, you'll find an invitation to a different possibility for a way that we can be in this world that changes not only our lives, but by being us, allows us to contribute to changing everything planet-wide that doesn't work. Are you aware that truly great people, truly being them, is the only thing that has ever created a great change on this planet? Are you willing to step up? 
Are you willing to be one? Check out a copy of my new book, Being You, Changing the World. I invite you to go to beingyoubook.com for a free gift. This is The Pleasure Zone with body whisperer Melissa Yelenich. To participate in the program today, please call in the U.S. Call 815-880-8255. That's T-A-L-K. Or Canada, 613-800-8736. Or you can Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email at MelissaYelenich.com. Now back to the program. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the retelling of Wonderful Life with a sexy, strange twist. I'm going to add strange in that. Left off was that Manjit was crying at the grave of his friend Bobby, who had never experienced pleasure. He was being consoled by Twinkle Tits. As Twinkle Tits stood there consoling sweet Manjit, Manjit turned to her and said, is there any is there any way that all of these people could experience pleasure? Is there any way this happened? Is there any way the world could be happier and more pleasurable? And Twinkle Tits turned turned around and around and then she As she stopped, she looked at him and she said Yes, there is a way, Manjit, there's a way for everybody to experience pleasure. You need to choose to be alive. You need to choose to exist. You need to choose to be you. As Manjit stood there, staring at Twinkle Tits, as all parts of her glowed, he felt an awakening inside of him. His mist began to rise. His erection was full. His nipples got hard. And his whole mouth started to get filled with the juices of love. Where did they come from? He didn't know. But he could feel them in his mouth, dripping down. And he remembered what it was like to give oral. He remembered what it was like to have pleasure. He remembered what it was like to feel alive. To feel, to feel like he was manly again. He felt it felt it from the top of his head to the tip of his penis and down to the bottoms of his feet. He felt alive. And at that moment, he chose. And he said to Twinkle Tits, I choose to be alive. I choose it. Don't you know that in that very moment, Twinkle Tits disappeared like a spark of light. All the lights in the town went off. And then, in just flash, they all came back on, bright as bright can be, multiplied by a thousand. The whole town was filled with light. The whole street had changed. The burlesque was open. The house, where has been the last chance motel, totally different. It was a beautiful home, beautiful home filled with love and warmth. No stinky garbage outside the door. And he walked through the door, and his wife was there. And she was getting ready to go to tantra classes. And he said, what's going on? She said, I have a gift for the town. The town brought a gift for you. And he said, what are you talking about? She said, come with me. And off they went to the beautiful place where she taught her tantra classes. And they stood there in the hall as everyone started putting money into his G-string. His G-string was so full, he... He just couldn't imagine that so much money could fit. They were sent at him. He was covered in cash. They gathered it all up. And they paid off all the people who were going to start to build the new burlesque. And his wife, in gratitude, gifted the entire town with a vision of her sweet, sweet pussy. Gifted them an orgasm that they would never forget. As she lay on the stage in front of the mass. She stroked herself off in front of them until the whole town could feel the energy of her and they too could experience the intensity of the orgasm that is so life-giving, so joyful, so the spirit of life and joy and love that all of them felt it inside arising as men started to have erections and women started wet. 
people had never been so turned on in their lives. They loved the burlesque, but they never, ever had the experience of this beautiful woman, this goddess, this tantric goddess, gifting the orgasm to them in gratitude for saving her husband. And the town was new, and the town was refreshed. And few months later, the new burlesque opened, and the town grew, and people came from far and wide. And knew this was the town, Langerville. Langerville, USA was the town to go to, to receive pleasure far and wide, in any form, in any manner. People's hearts opened up at the sight of his wife's sweet pussy. Their lives were changed, and they began to feel different. They started to choose pleasure every every part of their lives. There were people coming all over the place. It was it was beautiful. It was wet and lovely, and there's never been anything like it. So for those of you who are wondering what kind of Christmas miracle you can create, what if you just flash your pussy to the world? Women have done it for centuries. It's something that brings great joy and laughter. Put a good at Christmas. It can change everything and anything. It can change whole towns. And so knowing that you, you are the gift to bring pleasure to the world. And this is my summary for the show today. Know you, you are the gift that brings pleasure to the world. Just like Manjit, without him there was no pleasure in town. He didn't inspire as he was being himself to inspire people to be the pleasure gift they are. And his wife, to be able to be the gift of invoking evoking all the orgasmic energy through her body into other people's bodies and gifting them with the gift that they truly be. I thank you all for listening to this wild and wacky episode of The Pleasure Zone. I hope you enjoyed it. And tell all your friends, if you know that your friends are as crazy as I am or as crazy as you are, you know what? Just really, really uh, have fun with it. Have fun with Christmas. Have fun with the holiday. You don't celebrate Christmas, but for sure. And remember to have fun with yourself. So stay tuned in and turned on and next week's show. Thank you for choosing to listen to The Pleasure Zone. Melissa Yelenich will return next Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Central, 6 p.m. Mountain, and 5 p.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. We hope you'll join us. Until then, have the best week of your life by choosing to be turned on and tuned in to your body.